Hey, gang, it's your old pals, Uncle Hank and Kippy. Just want to thank you for tuning in to Are You Garbage? Yeah, guys, make sure you subscribe. That way you get the episode as they come out. And you can also go to gasdigitalnetwork.com, use promo code AYG to get bonus content and get the episodes before they come out and HD streaming. Do it. Yeah. Welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Oh, baby! Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's favorite new podcast. This is Are You Garbage? The show where we sit down with your favorite comedians and find out if they grew up classy or if they're complete trash. I'm your host, H. Foley, coming at you on a beautiful day here at Gas Digital Studios, Gas Digital Network, here in the big studio in the heart of the East Village. Mm -hmm. I want to thank everybody for coming out again to the live show in Philly. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting the podcast. My co-host... Who you know and who you love. Mm-hmm, all right. Mm-hmm. He is the uh, the brains behind the operation. He cooks the books. He keeps the feds off our back. Ladies and gentlemen, do yourself a favor. The next time you reach for a best pal, you go ahead and make it a kippy. He tastes great. He's less filling. <laughs> and now comes in a hard seltzer, which is very nice. Yeah. Kevin James Ryan, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's up, gang? Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, we appreciate all the support as we get this off the ground. We're currently in the top 200 on iTunes, so please... Rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. Keep us moving up. We appreciate it. Um, and full video available on YouTube. You can subscribe there as well. And also, if you want, you can sign up for GasDigitalNetwork.com. Use promo code AYG. You save a couple of bucks. We get to wet our beak a little bit. It's a win-win for everybody. Sign up. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. And gang, we could not, and I say could not be more happy to have our incredibly special guest here with us today. As an actor, he has appeared in Twin Peaks, Sidekick with Matt Mira, Corporate, Wine Country, Kerber Enthusiasm, as thin comedian. He's appeared on The Bonfire. He's appeared on The Late Late Show twice. He is live at Gotham, Date Night. He has his own Comedy Central prevents, Presents. You've seen him on All Things Comedy mm-hmm. Live at midnight. This is not happening. Ooh. The late last late call with Carson Daly, the Today Show. He's had four appearances on Conan, which we just said before the show started, has one of the best late night appearances of all time with his wrong number story. Absolutely fantastic. You've seen him on the church of what's happening now. But the big question in everybody's mind today, is he garbage? Pre-show, he was sipping on a Thai tea and eating some rice noodles. <laughs> so he's coming up classy off the jump. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Give me a big fucking round of applause for the one, the only, Mr. Jay Larson, everybody. Yeah. Look at him. Got the bookshelf, the old record player. Fucking class. Class for life. First of all, <laughs> let me ask you this. How can is anyone not like you two clowns? <laughs> Talk to my girlfriend. Oh, yeah, I don't know. We're two fucking dirtbags from Philly. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. Where are you coming at us from? Are I you just, out there in Hollywood and La La Land? Yeah, I'm in L.A. I just want to say Kevin did say in the intro, we get to wet our beak a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> So I don't I don't know when you retired and moved to South Florida, but I just think it's great. Hey, you yeah, got I'm in, uh, I'm in L- Sorry, wait, you can go, go ahead. Can go. No, I was just saying. You I'm, know, in the times are tough. I'm in LA. Very nice. You got your Thai tea. Uh, what is the backstory of Jay Larson though? Where where did you grow up? Where are you from? Tell us the whole story. 
I grew up in Massachusetts, just outside of Boston, Stoneham, Mass. Okay. Home of Nancy Kerrigan. I mean, Very nice. I want to throw that in your face. But, uh, that's <laughs> better than Tanya Harding. Yeah. Oh, my God, right? But um, Kerrigan kind of turned out to be kind of a piece of shit a little bit, didn't she? Listen, let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> all right? First of all, don't invite me on your show <laughs> and then start ripping into Stoneham, Massachusetts royalty. Yeah, okay? dude, that's legacy. <laughs> you won... She won two medals for this country, and in the midst of it, a co-worker tried to beat her down. All right? A co-worker. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. She was not involved from what from the reports I read. Okay. Good point. Good point. Um, yeah, Stone and Mass. I'll tell you this right now. It was very interesting when... When you guys reached out, because I'd, I've been seeing like friends do your podcast, and I love the idea, because I'm going to tell you this. It's going to be interesting to see where we turn out with this today, because I think when I was born, I was supposed to become class. Ooh. Okay. But then my trajectory, my <laughs> trajectory <a> <laughs> I'm very, I walk a fine line, dude. Yeah. I walk a fine line. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have so a- So I was raised- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you. I was saying I have a theory on you. I think you're pretty. I think you. I, you're like. I think you're. A, you're classy, like an Italian. Like a. You, I think you carry yourself with a lot of respect. You dress very well. I think you're probably a good tipper. You probably. You know. You're probably like a good a party host and stuff like that. I feel. I feel like you. You take care of the details. I probably feel. make a nice charcuterie plate. I yeah. would have to imagine. Boys, for, for a minute, when things were slow, about eight years ago, I, I tried to sell cheese boards that I was making out of reclaimed wood with, with wood that I got out of a, a, a barn that was built in the 1700s in Michigan, all right? Yeah, I throw a nice fucking body. But you know what I do? I come in. I went to this dinner party, right? So our friends would. I love it. I love it. Our friends it. would. Our friends would do dinner parties where they would invite people to, like, everyone would do a course, right? Ooh, nice. Ah, it's classy. And and then they would vote at the end, like, who had the best course. Oh. So our friends, they've, they've been doing it, and they invited me and my wife uh, to go do it, right? And they gave us cheese course. They're like, it's your first time. I'm just going to give you cheese course. And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Fight. come at me. You're going to already show me disrespect out the I'm, gate? I'm going to knock this out of the fucking park. I build a cheese board, this giant cheese board, reclaimed wood. It's all reclaimed wood with an inlaid butcher block and then inlaid slate, which I finished. I made two loaves of bread from scratch. One one I cut down and made crostinis out of it and then put together the, the charcuterie and then like with chalk on the side would point arrows to like the meats, the cheese, named them oh, all. Oh, nice. We get in there. Everyone's like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> and then where the, tr- the trash side comes out of me is every course that someone else came with, I would go, like this one guy did a piece of bread with a uh, – a cracked egg on it that was poached and it was lovely, right? And I go, man, this is unbelievable. You got to give me the bread recipe. And I knew he didn't make that bread from scratch. And he would go, because he doesn't see the sorry, he doesn't know what's coming out of me. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh no, I didn't, I didn't make the bread. And I would go, 
Oh. Ah. Oh, oh sorry. And, oh. And what yeah. was the name of this uh, of the uh, self-sustaining organic farm that you got the egg from? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got it at the supermarket. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. Oh, okay. I didn't see yeah. that coming. Anyway, we won that one. And then we got invited back. They bumped us to salad course. We bumped, we crushed that too. <laughs> you showed up with a Caesar? <laughs> Dude, I showed up with a chopped salad, and you're going to be like, Jay, what's unique about a chopped salad? I'll tell you something. Cowboy Chow's in Scottsdale in Old Town, there's this restaurant, and they do this chopped salad, and, like, we copped the recipe. We dried sweet corn. We did all this. Ooh. I mean, dude, I, I do – I come one way. Yeah, I know. I can. Correct. I sense that about you. I, you're very – the attention to detail is very fucking nice, I feel. Yeah, very nice. But let's get back to growing up. So did you, when you were growing up, did you have uh, brothers and sisters? What did your mom and dad do? What kind of house did you live in, et cetera, et cetera? I got it. So I grew up the youngest of four. I had, it went, my sister Kristen, Courtney, my brother Adam, then me. My mom was just taking care of us and teaching piano lessons. And then my parents split when I was two. My mother got a job in costuming at Boston Ballet and then Damn. went into – my mom's very much into the arts. So was my dad. They were both music majors in college and, like, you know, they both only listen to classical music. That's all I've ever heard either of them listen to. But by the time I was 10, my dad was just done, like out of the picture, gone. So that's where the right turn happened. My dad right. grew up like – my grandfather, my dad's dad, was a physicist, worked on the atom bomb. Damn. Like, it was at Los Alamos. Yeah, worked on the atom bomb. I had Polaroids in the other room of the, the, the first ever built atom bomb that Holy my dad shit. gave me when I was, like, 36. So once they split, my mother was still like, we go to, we go to museums, we go to the symphony, we go to musicals, we go to plays, we go mm -hmm. to ballet. You don't have cable. You don't have call waiting. For fun, we sit. I'm serious. Call waiting. I love it. Drawing a hard she's line. Like, oh, yeah. She fucking, if someone would call, like, during dinner, she'd be like, is that Ryan? It's going to be Ryan. <laughs> Every time, Ryan. Um, and so then my dad was always an antique dealer. My dad was in mm. antiques. So, like, I've always been into antiques. You can see, oh, this way. That little guy right there, Charlie Weaver. Right? Yeah, yeah, he got, he got there him. He is yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the old cameras. I like old stuff ever since, like, my, you know, I've just always liked old. I reconnected with my dad when I was 36. I saw him once. So I saw him from 10 to 36. I didn't see him. I saw him at 36, and then he died, like, five years after that or four years after that. So then I never saw him again. But, like. You know, I've just always been into old stuff, and I like to I like to memorialize things. Like mm -hmm. uh, that back there is my first set list at the comedy store, and that's everyone that was on the show with me. And then that's the check for getting paid underneath it. That's nice. Like cool. I like to like yeah yeah I, I take I don't keep a ton of shit. You know, like you're not gonna see posters from shows all over my place, but I'll keep something like that. You know? Yeah, it's meaningful, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's pretty clear. I told you before the show, that setup's pretty nice. The bookshelf, the old-school record player, it's fucking very classy, very tight. Well, I will tell you this. When I travel, boys, I buy uh, I buy interior design art uh, magazines. That's what I travel with. Architectural Digest, Veranda. <laughs> I like... Uh, I like I a like, hustler uh, myself. <laughs> I'm a penthouse guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Listen, there's no question that you guys are trash. <laughs> we got to stay on brand. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But my mom loved interior design. Like that was my mom was so much into the art. So then she got into interior design when we were older. And like I would go to like these things like designer show houses. And then my mom ran one. So like I helped take all the doors off. And like I've always been handy. Like I like to I built my kids Lego table from scratch. And I just like old stuff and i'm a firm believer like if you're gonna have a home you got to make it a home so like i moved to la with thirty two hundred dollars in 19 in 2000 and the first things i bought was a dining room table a desk <laughs> you know what i mean like serving for six yeah like, no I gotta be able to... yeah 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 <laughs> i had a murphy bed bro I had the murphy <laughs> they're nice i like a nice murphy bed serving for six did the dining room table have a leaf involved was there a leaf that one in there? Listen, I love a leaf. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> the fact that you just said you love a leaf, you totally understand this show. This kid's class. Yeah. I like it. Um, I get, you know. What was the what was the money like growing up? Was there was there money? Upper middle class, middle class, lower class? Where'd you fall? What fucking money, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said your dad was an antique dealer. There might have been a little they cash. They have coal waiting. Fucking no cash. No, there was no cash. Basically, like once that divorce happened, my dad's living in his dad. My grandfather was loaded. He had a very nice life. After working on the atom bomb, he came home and was like, fuck that noise. Mm -hmm. And he opened a bakery because his grandfather had a bakery. And then he opened another one and he ended up like doing well. So my dad didn't want to be a baker, worked in the bakery and just like constantly was trying to get out of it. So he kind of ran that into the ground. And uh, my mom was working in a nonprofit, dude. If you know anything uh, about yeah. nonprofit, there's no profit. You know? <laughs> no, no one's no cage. Yeah. So we were just kind of like, but we never like needed for anything. My parents before me had bought this great house. We lived in a four bedroom house on an acre of land. Nice. They paid forty thousand dollars for it in nineteen seventy eight. So my, my nana and my grandfather helped out, and then my two aunts, my two great aunts, my mom's aunts never married so they always helped us out and like you know we were latchkey kids we'd come home and either my nana would be there or my aunt would be there and i would just go out in the neighborhood and play i was super into sports you know like baseball soccer i played all through high school i played baseball in college and then i did boy scouts as a kid my mom said everyone had to do boy scouts or girl scouts everyone had to play an instrument and everyone had to do sports damn damn that's it, pretty good and it, also too you say aunts instead of ants that's fucking pretty. Well, that's what it right is, there. bro. Yeah, we say aunt. My oh, yeah. aunt Patty's coming over. That's what we say. Did you have any aunts, any aunts or uncles where you used their name but it wasn't their name? No. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> like, 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 I have an aunt Soupy and I have an aunt Quinny, and they oh, are yeah, not yeah. their government names because <laughs> we're trash. No aunt Tutties <laughs> at your house. No, we had Auntie Rue, Auntie Gert, Auntie Lil. Okay. They were all Auntie Lil lived to 102, Auntie Rue 100, Auntie Gert 98. It sounds like your mom really put a good head on all your yeah. shoulders. Like she really like fucking kept her head down, you know, kept all the demons away and and fucking and pushed through. She did she gave us everything but love. Yeah, it was very <laughs> uh familiar with those kind of households, yeah. Why? She was a little cold? Yeah. I mean, dude, you guys obviously don't have kids, right? No. Nah. Nah. Not that I know of. Do you like that? Do you like that subtle dick, by the way? Oh, you I obviously up, I, don't have kids. I picked up on it, Larson. I finger banged a couple of chicks. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure the state would relieve him of the duties. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. uh, what was the question again? Um, I forget. We were talking about your oh your mom though your mom you said she gave you everything but love. Yeah, but love. She was she was. Oh a no, well, yeah. So I have two kids, and the amount of energy I think you need to pour into a human being to actually give them the love that. You can like support them. You can also like challenge them. You can also make not baby them. It takes so much to do all of that. And I have two kids, and that's so much work for two. When you get to four, and there's no no one else to help, and you're working full time, there's right. no capacity. Yeah. yeah, like I realized recently. I said to my brother, we were talking. I go. I go, dude, do you realize how low the bar was in our house that mom gets so much credit just for staying? Yeah. <laughs> she stayed. That's it. Just wow. so, sticking around. You know, at the same time, my mom gave us values and, and really impressed upon us the arts and, like, culture for sure. And I love that because to this day, I'm like, man, what would my life be, you know, without it? You know, because I, I really enjoy it. Not just because she put it upon us, because now I've like found such an appreciation for it, and now I I push it upon my kids, and they they love it. You that's know, awesome, dude. It. Yeah, that's pretty classy, yeah, man. Cool. I can tell you, you're starting off the gate, fucking batting a thousand. I yeah. fucking like it. Classy individual, dude. Where did you? Where did I'm you... so happy. I really wanted to impress you. Like it was really <laughs> important to me. You saw his yeah. Hawaiian shirt. You're like, I gotta win this guy over. I want him on my team. Woo! Yeah. If you need tickets to the opera next time you're in New York, let me know. I'll uh, I'll scalp a couple for you. All right. <laughs> um, all right. This one is this is a question that's it's recurring on the podcast the past couple of weeks. It's yeah, very, let's, very let's divisive. Play a little. Are you garbage here? Um, do you brush your teeth in the shower? Oh yeah, every single day. Uh, Ooh, see now, do you, you want to keep... know why? Why you want to know why, bitches? Time <laughs> management. I got two minutes to brush my teeth. There you go. I got an electric. You know, I, mine's powered. It goes four increments of 30 seconds. That's two minutes. When I get in the shower, I'm into water conservation, okay? I like to conserve water. <laughs> so I get in. I'm lathering while I'm brushing. Okay, as long as if so, – because some people do it. They just stand there, and they just brush their teeth. And if that's not time management. You can be standing in the fucking living room. You know what I mean? But if you're lathering yeah, while point. you're brushing, I'll, I'll, I'll let it slide a little bit. Do you keep the toothbrush in the shower, or do you have it outside of the shower? After I brush my teeth, it goes next to like over where the shampoo is, mm. and then when, when at bedtime when I go to brush again, I Yay. go. Gra- How am I being judged by you two fucks? Because <laughs> you're brushing your teeth in the shower and you keep the toothbrush hey. in there. There's all kinds of particles flying around. I'm gonna give you something else. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an element of the shower dynamic that you might think is garbage and i'm going to tell you it's class okay when i own my own home because i don't own my own home the first thing i am putting in is an outdoor shower ah. and i will take a shower out there every day yeah outdoor shower like nice. you're just gonna yeah i'm gonna nice little fence around it with i'm gonna grow some ivy around it sit Ooh. out there in the afternoon see the neighbor charlie <laughs> Charlie, I'm brushing my teeth in here. You're not going to believe it. I got two minutes till the kids come knocking on the door. Yeah, totally. It gets so crazy. People floss in there, too. People will floss in the in the shower, which I find is is crazy to me. But, you know, yeah, to each their own. That might be a little much. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. All right, let's go back to your, uh, your childhood a little bit. What was the name of the street that you grew up on? 
I can't give that out. Okay. okay. Fair enough. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Piece Oak of Street. shit. He scared me for a second. Oak Street. Ooh. Oak Street. That's Very like a classic classy. American. That's like a, you know, 123 Main Street, Anytown, USA. Yeah, because we do a lot of judgment on that. You know, if you grew up on a road or something like that or a fucking freeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turnpike we, or something. Yeah, you know, we had Josh Potter Ooh. on here, and he grew up on like fucking uh, like Stevens Drive Through or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it was like a through. He, could, well, he said I, he could see it. He said he could see a toll booth from his house. I was like, that's <laughs> never a good sign. I, just based on footage that I've seen, I don't think Josh Potter can see 10 feet in front of him. True, very true, very true. I don't know. Uh, at the end of the driveway, boom, oak, oak tree right wow. there. Wow, that's pretty classic. That's a, that's that a good nice. American upbringing right there. Nice. And what was the name of the grocery store that your mother went to when you were growing up? Star Market, kid. Star Market. Star Market. Yes, fucking wow. Star Market. Star Market Super. I mean, I don't even know if they're still around. I think they are. We just had somebody else a couple of weeks ago that was from uh, New England, and they said they said their they, their family still goes to Stab Ackets, I think. Yeah. That's Let me just crazy. tell you this too. We were like a very loyal family. Like I don't know, my mom probably instilled this in me as well. But like when the Stop and Shop went in our town, we were like, <laughs> "Fuck, no way, for <laughs> sure, until we die." Yeah, dude. Yeah. And we, we, I remember distinct, like, I'm all about mom and pop shops. I only, not only, but like, that is my to. focus. I'd say yeah. 90% of the time I'm at a, a mom and pop. Okay. And this Walgreens went into our town and it literally took out across the street the family pharmacy that had been there. It took it out in like a month and a half. Damn. And I remember, like, I've been to that Walgreens one time and I was like, never again. Yeah. Never again, bro. Yeah. No, I've I, never I, been to a Walmart. What? Really? You on the road or anything? You never hit a Walmart? Never been never been to a Walmart. Shit, I ate at a Walmart two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they made their own bread either. I had dinner there, I'll tell you that. That's a, I took a date there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't close, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't know why. I don't know. No, I like dude, you're coming up coming up classy man coming up pretty 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 classy yeah i okay. like it have you ever been a part of a focus group yes Ooh. what was the situation you ready for it yeah you ready for this dude <laughs> i was getting ready to move to la i was trying to save money to move to la i mm-hmm. had no money actually i was flunked out of college flunked out of college what garbage. college if ah. you don't mind me asking what college saint anselm college in new hampshire okay it's a liberal arts school I got back in, graduated. Anyway, I flunked out. <laughs> no big deal. My sister was is very smart, did very well in school. She worked at a hospital in Boston, and she was like, hey, they're doing this, uh, this clinical trial for mouthwash for cancer patients. You know, you get paid $50 for the first time in, $50 for the second, and then the, the sleepover, you get $500. <laughs> and I was like, done. The this is where the... the this is where the true garbage comes in. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the, on the sleepover, I called. This is old, how old school it was. I called my home phone to check the voicemail, see if anyone called me. And the only message on there is from the funeral home telling us, hey, we got your grandmother uh, to my mom. We have your mom. We, she's in good care, blah, blah, blah. My grandmother died that night that I was oh, at this thing. Jesus. So I get the... I get the news. My sister comes into her office the next day. I'm sleeping in that wing. And I'm like, hey. And I had to tell her. 
And then after we get done, she was like, oh, there's, I have more bad news. And I go, what? And she's like, your blood work came back for the, the trial and there was marijuana in your blood. You can't... <laughs> I didn't get the 500. <laughs> Not even 250 for spending the night? What the fuck? Dude. It even cut me off a honeybee, dude. <laughs> a honeybee. Oh, that's fucking, that's like wetting your beak. Come oh, on. man. Unqualified <laughs> for a fucking. Dude, that's fucking. I, mean, I, did, I did one not too long ago. Like a few years ago, I did one in New York. I was hard up for cash. Yeah. And I went and it was like something for some streaming service bullshit. And I sat in like the mirrored room and shit. <laughs> and uh, you feel like a fu- you feel like you have power. Like, I'm like, yeah, I would never buy this service. You know, meanwhile, I'm using like my aunt's fucking Netflix. Like, I'm not paying for any service to begin with. But on the oh. way, dude, on the way out, they hit me with $150, which I thought it was $150 cash. They hit me with a $150 gift card. I'm oh, like, I can't, fuck my fucking, I can't pay rent with a Visa gift card. What are we doing? <laughs> See, I would have looked at that. This is how garbage I am. I would have been like, I can pawn this for a hundy. I, can pawn this for a hundy. <laughs> I know, but I needed the 150. I was I was hemmed up in a bad spot, Jay. <laughs> totally, totally. But the, the worst part is, guys, I'm testing positive for weed at my sister's trial. It's like her. <laughs> she has to go to her coworkers and be like, yeah, my brother's out. You know, he hits the Chibachiba. You know what I mean? <laughs> Patient 32B is uh, disqualified. The kid's got, got, got so. glaucoma. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that is too yeah. funny. Huh. Uh, all right, and with college, what did you get on your SATs? That's a big one on the, yeah, on the show. Yeah, what'd you get? I got 1060. Respectable. That's good. Meaty part of the curve. Nice. One and done. You know, you got to get over that thousand hump. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's it, dude. That, if you could get in the four digits, it was fucking get that and take a hike. See what, what were the circumstances that flunked you out of college? Was it just strictly bad grades? Yeah, what do you not know about <laughs> flunking out of college? You he should know. Like, we, don't, we don't like his attitude. You get either <laughs> flunked out or you get kicked out. I got flunked out. Kicked out is like, oh, you beat someone up, you know? All right, so it wasn't something yeah, I like got, that. Uh, what was your GPA that no. semester? Well, so first semester freshman year, I got four C's and a B. Not bad. That's good. Second semester, yeah. Second semester, I got a 1.0, which is like I failed two classes and I got a D. And then they let me come back and I got another 1.0 and they were like, all right, peace. (laughs) A similar situation happened to me. My first semester, I was an English major, but I was was playing football at this Division III school. And they like ran the school. Uh, Widener University in southeastern Pennsylvania. And uh, okay. I was an English major. I got a point two my freshman year, first semester. So then they made me change. Uh, they made me, the football coaches sat me down. There was like f- seven of us lined up in front of the coach's office at the end of the semester where they made us all go in and fucking call all our teachers and begged them to give us a D. Nobody would do it for me. So I was going to get flunked out. So I had to change the fucking hotel and restaurant management. For the next semester. <laughs> and let me oh, tell you it. something. It ain't the cream of the crop in that fucking school. I'll tell you that. Learning let about me tell you Ray, something. Ray Kroc. When you named off your school, I knew it wasn't the cream of any crop. <laughs> yeah. And then he gives you, he doesn't even say it's in Pennsylvania or Philadelphia. He hit you with southeastern Pennsylvania. Like, who? Magellan, relax over here, all right? No one, no one wants to go to your school. <laughs> one of the kids on my baseball team in college, my buddy Bill, it was senior year, second semester. He wasn't going to graduate. 
And like they grade on a curve at my school. So like the 60% of the class gets a C and then, you know, 20% A, B, 20% DC. Sure. DF. So he, he was going to flunk and not graduate. So he goes to this teacher and he's like, yo, he's flunking. He's like, you got to give me a B or I'm not going to graduate. And the teacher was like, are you out of your fucking head? And he's like, you got to. Like, I, there's nothing I can do. The guy was like, I'll give you the B. Get out of my face. I never want to see you again. But nice. that B was contingent upon another teacher he had to go to that he had to get to give him a C. And that teacher was like, fuck you. You're getting a D. That's it. So he went back to the other teacher and got an A. And the teacher, the te- the teacher was like, I never want to see you ever again. Hey, see you through a union, huh? <laughs> Still hang out for homecoming, am I right? But maybe we'll do a drink or something. And, all right, come on my weekend. Okay. That's classic, dude. Oh, that is fucking awesome. Huh. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today's episode is brought to you by Sheath Underwear. Sheath makes the softest, most comfortable boxer briefs I have ever worn, and I got them on right now. If you're sick of boxers that are too loose or briefs that are too tight, Sheath is for you. Here's what makes Sheath unique. It's a stretchy fabric. is made out of moisture-wicking technology. It feels silky and keeps everything cool, comfortable, and in place. It's the perfect underwear for working out. Plus, the most unique thing about Sheath Underwear is they have these dual pouches that keep your man parts separated, keep the franks away from the beans, which prevents them from sticking together. This is huge for working out or being in hot environments, or if you just want to make the fall activities a little more enjoyable. You know what will make pumpkin picking a little more fun? Making sure your balls aren't on your thighs. You know what I mean? Sheath Underwear will make that happen for you. No more chafing, no more gross ball sweat. Just comfort and support for your boys. Now, for some of you who might not be interested in separating your man parts, I still recommend Sheath. You can wear them like any other boxer brief, and they're crazy comfortable. And I want to say, you might not even know you need your man parts separated, but once you separate them, there's no going back. There's You go in the pouch, out of the pouch, some of them together, some of them separate, whatever you want to do. There's a lot of options. Uh, and one more thing, these look good on you. I call them my sexy underwear. I put a pair on and make a move on my wife. Uh, and Sheath makes it look like you're packing. Or if you are packing, it makes you look like you're really, really packing. So for me, it just looks like I'm packing. So go to sheathunderwear.com to get a pair of the most comfortable underwear you will ever own. And if you use the code GARBAGE, that's G-A-R-B-A-G-E, you'll get 20% off your order. 20% off your order. Go do it. That's sheathunderwear.com and use the code GARBAGE for 20% off. Now back to the show. Uh, growing up, did uh, did your mom ever cut your hair? My sister cut my hair once. My mother never did. Okay, all right. And I'll give you this is this will give you an idea of where my mom wanted us to go and where we were going. In eighth grade, I was I was in good shape. You know, I'm not in great shape now, but I was in really good shape then. And my mom got me an uh, an interview to model. For Benetton. Do you remember Benetton? Yeah, yeah. The United Colors of. You know what I'm saying, son? <laughs> fucking, that was going to be my trip to just fucking hot chicks. Yeah, so dude. I was going to go in Benetton on like Tuesday, right? And on Saturday night, we had like a sleepover. Everyone on the soccer team, I was on the soccer team. We all decided let's like 
to crazy haircuts. So I shaved the sides of my head, put lines down the side, and then lines coming out. And on Saturday morning, my or Sunday morning, my mother was going out. I don't know where she was going. And I was on the phone with my girlfriend. So she walked by me, comes back an hour later. I'm still on the phone. And as she comes in, sees the back of my head, and she loses it. You were supposed to go in for Benetton, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So that's how trash I was. I was oh, just like, man. nah, man. Fucking eighth grade soccer, baby. She, yeah. <laughs> I brain supreme over fucking ben- Benetton's, dude. You know what I mean? Benetton was pretty classy. I was a fragrance model for over one Christmas break for CKB. Remember CKB? I remember CK1. So. Yeah, it was the shitty version of CK1 that came out. <laughs> CK1.5. What do you mean you were fragrance model? People could just come up and smell you? <laughs> Is that what it no, is? No, I would stand there and hand out the little cards with 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 the spray. Hey, of the that's not a model, it. dude. That is far from a that's model. That's what it said on my tax return. I was a model <laughs> no for way. a little while. You were not a model, is right. <laughs> not the greatest, dude, not even close. That's some shit my mom would do. My neighbor, my neighbor Tom, helped. He always help us out because there was no man there. So like when we got old, he moved in when I was older, and he'd help my mom with tons of stuff. And he used to. I remember like being away in LA and going home to visit, and I was like, "What's going on, buddy?" And he's like, "Nothing. We're hanging on his porch, having beers." I'm like, "How's my mom?" He's like, "Dude, your mom's like, she's got champagne taste on a beer budget." You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, that is my mom." So she would be like, "Now, did you know that my son is a fragrance mom?" That would, that would be my mom. Really trying sure. to church it up. It's like, nah, dude. You're handing yeah. out you're handing out fucking pamphlets at the Macy's. Relax. <laughs> you might as well be spinning the sign. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. She says you're a chef. You're handing out walk and roll samples at the mall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he made the chicken teriyaki. It's delicious. You should try it's it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's a that's a recurring question on the show as well. If you were at it would say say it's lunchtime, you're hungry, and you're at a mall food court, what are you getting? Uh, I mean. Let me tell you something. When it comes to food, I use it as a healing thing. I use it as a celebration. I'm not, like, good at food. So, like, honestly, it could go a number of ways. I could see myself (laughs) hit – I'll give you a couple options. I could see myself hitting Mickey D's for a number one and a cheeseburger kicker and then swing by (laughs) D&D for a couple. Maybe maybe I hit D&D for, like, a Boston cream and a Corolla. You know what I mean? Coffee for the rub. If they got a Sparrow, I might oh, grab a slice yeah. of cheese, slice Dude, of big large Coke. Dude, the yeah. slices from Sbarro are huge. That's the classiest one. I might knock down Panda King for a little orange <laughs> chicken and then some noodles. I mean, whatever it is I would do there is like a food court to me, and I'm not in the muffin, is like a dirty little secret. It's yeah. just like you have no idea mm-hmm. what I'm going to do over here. Uh, it's anonymous. Court, yeah. Yeah. I'll bring a cheese board to your dinner party, but you put me in a food court and fucking it's the over. garbage in me just explode. Oh, yeah. It's like, like we're all equal in there. I like how you said the cheeseburger kicker because I take a lot of shit because I always get the meal, but then I, I refer to it as a walking around burger. I get something to fucking take with me on the road. They don't go in the bag. He's wearing it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, bro. <laughs> When I used to go to Dunkin' Donuts, I would go in. I'd be like, let me get a ham and cheese croissant. I get an iced coffee. And I go, and let me grab a chocolate honey dip. 
and they go, okay. And I go, yeah, you don't need to put it. I'm going to eat it while I, yeah. while I wait is what yeah. I'm eating that thing. Yeah, I like, like the, you, you changed the, the, the wordage to let me grab a, like yeah. it's not, I'll take that. Let me get, let me get that now. And then we can finish the rest of the fucking process. Yeah. That's like wearing the sneakers yeah. out of Foot Locker. Fucking put the old ones in the box. I'm wearing these puppies out, out through the fucking front door. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So obviously, from being New England, you're 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 a D and D guy. You're a Dunkin' Donuts guy. You're not a Starbucks guy. Uh, well, now I'm not an any of those things guy. I like to just go to like all local spots. Yeah, okay. house, like yeah. I said, I, I like mom and pop. Like when I go on the road, one of my favorite things to do is find like the 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 dope coffee shop and go kick it and get coffee. Like it just becomes part of my routine. Yeah, I sure. love that. Going, but, I just post yes. up and write and stuff. Yeah, D and D, I would take over, but I would D and D. I never, excuse me, you weren't thinking about how good the coffee was at D and D. You know yeah. what I mean? Nor do I think Starbucks has good coffee. They're they're both D and D. I just go because like that's my, you know, those are the best donuts in the world. I go yeah. for sure. donuts, you know. Yeah. I tell you what, Dunkin' Donuts, man, <laughs> they make a pretty mean fucking bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant too. And I don't know what they put in those fucking ta- in those uh, hash those hash browns. browns, but those are fucking Michelin rated. Those are fantastic, dude. I've had them like a couple times because when are you getting hash hash browns at Dunkin' Donuts? And I said the same thing. I was like, I was at an airport. I was embarrassed to even be like fucking. <laughs> 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 On point, dude. On I don't know point. what the seasoning is, but those things are fucking little gold, little pieces of gold. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, I got one. At any point, were you were you ever a Velveeta shells and cheese household? Now or then? You mean like just straight mac and cheese? Yeah, like proper Velveeta shells and cheese, or were you a craft family? Yeah, Velveeta is the classiest because it's got the real cheese. Real is de- First of all, debatable. <laughs> no, it's yeah. No, it's not. Any yeah, cheese is. you can buy off the shelf, bro, is it's not classy. A, it's in a space age sealed package. What are you talking about? That's real cheese. I w- all right, let me give you. Two, let me give you. I'll give you two things on this. One, mm-hmm. we were a definite mac and cheese family because, like, like I said, we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Not only did we not have a lot of money, my grandmother, she was old when she had, she was forty when she had my mom. So my Nana and her two sisters and her sister-in-law who all raised us, they were all, they all survived the depression. You know what I mean? So dude, you want, you know what my Nana used to kick out on Wednesday nights? (laughs) Mac and cheese mixed with tuna. You ever do that? Tuna tuna casserole. And then it's baked. Then she bakes that shit. And that's, I'm not talking tuna, tuna with mayo mixed with cooked mac and cheese. So we were a craft family. I never had Velveeta. But then my wife, uh, during Thanksgiving every year and Christmas, made casserole with Velveeta. It's all melted in, right? Oh, yeah. Nice. So then I, my tradition started being when I would be cooking for Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, like during the day, I would take that Velveeta and my lunch would be a grilled cheese with that Velveeta. Oh, oh Nothing bad. That's ball. Wow. I no, never no. did that. Damn. Yeah. That's something that's else. Yeah, yeah nothing crack. better than that. Did you guys, uh, did you do hot dogs when you were a kid? Were you a big hot dog family? Of course, bro. Now, would you have the hot dogs? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to one-up you because I know what you're going to ask, <laughs> and I already know where I'm going. Go. All right. So one of the things that we have is there's levels of garbage for the hot dogs. Uh, the shittiest would be boiling them. Second would be doing them in the skillet. 
All right. Third would be doing them in the skillet, but sliced open. And third would be the classiest on the grill. How would you guys prepare your hot dogs? Bro, <laughs> I'm about to make AYG history right now. <laughs> and I'm going to take it to the most. Go- you want to know what we would do? Go in the fridge, take it out, and eat it straight uh, up. Play what up. the fuck? Another one? You're a cold hot dog guy? They're oh. pre-cooked, bro. Nah, <laughs> they got to be heated up, dude. Come on. So listen now- to me. <laughs> we, we never had the grill, dude. Single mom, there's no, no grill. grill. I didn't have a grill till college, and friends had grills. And I was like, oh. Like, I never had a grill. And I remember, like... When I finally had a grill in L.A., like my, my roommate got one. I was like, oh, grilling, you know? So I boil my kids' hot dogs for them. Oh, if, I, if, I, if I saute them, they hate them. They hate really? them sauteed. Yeah, it has a weird yeah. taste to a kid. I used to like them boiled, too. Yeah. Dude, we were we – uh, to... Oh, sorry. No, go, go, no, go. You. I was just saying we, we yeah. would boil them in the – we would go like we would go to the Jersey Shore for the weekend or whatever, and we would boil them like in a small motel room and then put them in a cooler of hot water and take them to the beach and then like fucking fish them out like we were hot dog vendors and like put them like – it was – looking back, it was fucking terrible, that. dude. Kraut? You want kraut? <laughs> <laughs> Give me two of kraut and a yoo <laughs> I'm going to say this about hot dogs. I can eat a hot dog – Grilled, cut open. I don't give fuck. Oh, yeah. This is another thing my nana would do. My nana would cook the hot dogs, cook mac and cheese, and then put the hot dogs of in course. and do mac and like another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that's another a, one she would do. That's something else though. That's a good one. I love fucking. What do you put on your hot dog? I go plain Jane, straight up plain. I'll dabble ketchup, <laughs> mustard. Uh, if I'm getting it from a guy, you know, from a from a you know a uh, you know a vendor. A, a vendor. I'm doing kraut. There's definitely going to be kraut. Um, and if it's a place that does it good, I'll get, I'll, I'll do a chili dog. All right. Let me ask you though. What's your mustard choice, bro? This is big for me on a hot dog. Here's the thing. All right. Uh, you seem Don't like a nice with me, dude. You, <laughs> you seem like a nice guy. You're a good kid. Uh, between you and I and Kippy, uh, I go regular yellow mustard. Yeah, me too. I'm straight up yellow mustard. Anytime I go to a vendor in New York, I lived there for a year and a half and I'd be like, I get dogs all – it's just like the easiest thing. Boom, yeah. boom. And, and I go, do you have yellow mustard? And they go, yeah. And I take the thing and it would be brown mustard. I'm like, yeah. dude, just because this is yellow. This is not <laughs> yellow, bro. I need ketchup, yellow mustard, maybe relish. I don't know. I'll do kraut maybe time to time. <laughs> if you got the extra nickel, yeah, fucking live it up a little bit. Yeah, you got to do – you, you know got to I mean? do – I'm a big mustard guy. Like I, I like all different kinds of mustard. All right? I consider Me myself too. a foodie. But – I wouldn't put fucking Grey Poupon. <laughs> he is not a foodie. I don't know what. I wouldn't put Grey no. Poupon on a hot dog. It just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I might fuck with it a little bit. I'll do that on sausage and stuff. I do want to sure. say the fact, Kevin, that uh, you go plain Jane leads me to believe <laughs> that if ever authorities came to me and they're like, hey, uh, this guy murdered three people, we think. Do you know anything about him? I'm like, that guy eats plain hot dogs. That guy eats plain hot dogs. That's your guy, dude. Uh, now, now uh, don't get me wrong. If I go to Papaya Dog at the recession special with the two dogs and sure. the drink for five bucks, I'll do maybe I'll do some ketchup or some chili and cheese, whatever. But yeah, I we're like not a, animals. I like a nice, just clean, no frills dog. You know what I mean? 
Or you no, know what? There's nothing clean. There's nothing clean. That's why you put all the shit on it. It is not clean. You know what? I grew up and I'll still do. I don't buy them because I'm I'm married now and like it would never fucking fly in the household. But I would get the Oscar Mayer hot dogs with the cheese already in them, the cheese dogs. Throw two of them in the microwave so for a minute. Good, good fucking night, Jay Larson. Yeah. Cheese dogs, not bad. <laughs> not bad on an Oscar Mayer cheese dog. That is fucking trash. <laughs> two Martin's potato rolls called a fucking day. Well, oh, potato rolls for so sure. Yeah, yeah, potato rolls are fucking classy all the way. All right, let's stay on food here for a minute. I still can't get a read. I'm saying he's class. Yes, yeah, I mean, honestly, you know. The bre- bacon, your, I mean, I think baking your own bread and taking it to a fucking dinner party is like, that's, you know. There's signs of it. There's oh, yeah. signs of garbage. What, 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 let's let's find out about now. Like, how are you? How yeah. are you with the kids as far as their snacks now? Do you find yourself resorting back to the things that you grew up on that you're giving the kids now, or have you kind of shied away from that heritage? I mean, put it this way: we went. I took them camping, just me and them, this weekend. And Friday night, I made pasta, right, with tomato sauce and cut cucumbers. And then for breakfast the next day, I made scrambled eggs, and they, I gave them each a pumpkin muffin. For lunch, she had ham roll-ups, just ham rolled up. Ooh, he had nasty. a peanut butter and jelly. They both had carrots and chips. And then that night for dinner, I made sautéed onions, zucchini, and squash with rice for me and her with steak. And I made him steak, and I made hand-cut French fries from a potato. Ah, oh, come on. Shit. This guy's fucking class. Bougie. <laughs> we hey, did cut. Smor- s'mores both nights. You know, we did s'mores both nights. I like to cook, though. And I looked at it, I'm like, if you're car camping, you know Michael Costa? Yeah, Of yeah, course. Yeah. Costa's got one of the greatest jokes. He talks about how, like, you pack differently when you're flying versus driving. And he's like, when you're flying... You'll be like, ah, should I bring this belt? I'm like, I don't have room for this belt. And he goes, but when you're like, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking liberty with this joke. Sure. And then he's like, but when you're driving, you're like, hey, babe, should we bring a blender? Can we just like whip up smoothies in the hotel room? <laughs> you know? So when you're like camping, you can pull your car up to the site. And I have a giant cooler. So I was like, oh, I can make all this stuff. Yeah, who so, makes spaghetti when I, you're camping, though? What the fuck is that all about? Money. Because you can't like... <laughs> My kids don't like hamburgers yet. Like, I could have busted out hot dogs, but I'm like, what's the point? You know, like, my daughter loves pasta, and I really wanted to make it like uh, I wanted the first time they camped everything to just kick. You know what yeah. I mean? So that so that they liked it. So that they were like, oh, it's so fun. And then the next time, you know, I don't have to go crazy, you know? Right. But, um, but, do you but pre- I give them cookies. Do you pre-cook the pasta, or do you, are you cooking hard pasta there over the fire? I got a fucking stove. I, I got a little propane stove, bro. Oh. You think he's fucking pre-making pasta? I didn't know. I mean, who the fuck is fucking spaghetti when you're camping? This, this guy's fucking classy. So you brought forks and stuff like that? That's pretty classy. Yeah, I don't like to use a lot of plastic, bro. I kind of like to take care of the environment. You know, the fact that you guys are drinking water out of plastic cups right now is a little bit of an insult. I, I mean, carry fuck. this around with me for all the listeners. I yeah. take this everywhere I go. It's glass, too. Um, we blew it ourselves. It's Dude, that's fucking, you know what that is? Glassy, bro. <laughs> um, so, but like at the same time, like, you know, we had s'mores every night. I brought Oreo cookies. 
I nice. brought chips and guac. You know what I mean? So like, nice. I just, my kids love, they love carrots, cucumbers. They eat broccoli, green beans. I want them to love veggies because guess what? I mean, listen, do I want my kids to look like the three of us when they're our age? <laughs> no. 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 Your attention to detail is second to yeah, none. It's pretty I nice, must say. man. That, it's that's, second that's to none. That's a real classy move right there. Um, damn. Uh, All right. You know, like, I, in stand-up, I was, like, always came from the world of, like, specificity. Like, the mm-hmm. more specific I could be. Like, I used to tell, like, young comics, I'm like, listen, if you told a story on stage how you went to a movie with your friend versus you went to a movie with your friend Dave DeGeorge, what's mm-hmm. going to get a little you're, – you're letting people in. So, like – I always am very detail-oriented and very specific because it's just like the little extra steps. Like I remember one day my buddy goes, dude, with kids, who has time to like cook pancakes on a weekday? And I'm like, I got a fucking waffle maker, bro. I make waffles from scratch. <laughs> Throwing the fuck down over here. So you're definitely not it trash takes... now. Yeah. No. Oh, no. no I don't. I mean, I mean, trust me, dude. I made a real strong choice to go pick up this Vietnamese food versus going to BK, getting a number eight. That's the original chicken sandy <laughs> with with fries. I go large, give me two sides of ranch, and I do a cheeseburger kicker. <laughs> they got the new jalapeno poppers. They're just not doing it like Jack in the Box, dude. I've had those jalapeno poppers over there. They ain't bad. But we don't have Jack in the Box out here. Yeah, I, I think mean, you'll Jack survive, fully. Right. Um, have you ever ordered stuffed crust pizza? Never have. Do you get Omaha Steaks delivered to your house? Only when they were a sponsor on my podcast. Okay, Ooh. fair enough. Have you ever kept the coolers? Kept a what? Kept the coolers that the Omaha Steaks came Have you ever in. used the Omaha Steaks coolers for any other purpose than the steaks being delivered? Nah, bro. Okay. But right. I did buy a vintage cooler at a, at a yard sale once. That's pretty That's classy. That's fucking cool, dude. Was it a Coleman? Nah, it was like this awesome brown. It looked like military style, and it had like the cooler top that flipped this way and that way, dude. Oh, that's pretty sweet. You got that, some cool shit, man. Yeah, fucking cooler with the suicide doors. That's pretty classy right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the Rolls Royce of fucking coolers. <laughs> got the wing doors Lincoln like a fucking DeLorean. Dude. Yeah. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it was uh, tight. Have you ever ordered a screwdriver at the bar? Uh, have I ever got a screwdriver? Uh, that's not a bad drink. I've probably had one before. Yeah, but that wouldn't be my go-to. I mean, yeah. when I was drinking, drinking, I started, like, uh, I used to go SoCo, Kettle One Citron Rocks, then I would go SoCo Rocks, then <laughs> I went to Maker's Rocks, and then I got so into whiskeys, I was like, you know, I used to host a drinking show with Sean Patton. We traveled oh, that's the right. Yeah, the best bars you know, or like, so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've drank everything. So, like... I would get a vodka cram. That's like the most underrated drink. Yeah. A little lime. That's not <laughs> such bad. A great, it's such a Massachusetts Cape Cod thing, getting a Cape Codder, bro. Yeah, it's not showing <laughs> off either. You know what I mean? It's nice. Listen, yeah. All right, I got one for you here. Um, have you, uh, Christmas time, you guys celebrate Christmas? We do, yeah. Oh, you probably fucking kill what's the decoration? What's the decoration situation now? On the tree, are they colored lights or are they white lights? All right. So growing up, we were a white light family. It was all white lights. That's Christmas very classy. Because your mom's classy. Because yeah. your mom's classy. Yeah. 
and my mom not only she also went into like um she like my mom did pottery and she made a chandelier so she made a bunch of ornaments and then part of our like christmas tradition was every year we go to my aunt rue's house and everyone could pick an ornament off her tree for our tree to keep and she used to travel because she was never married so she would get ornaments everywhere she went so dope ornaments. so my mom always went white lights we always went fake tree no dad fake tree sure and then yeah. one year her friend gave us an, her fake tree, which was super nice. That went in the living room, and the other fake tree went in the breezeway. I don't know if you know what a breezeway Ooh, is. What the hell's a breezeway? No, but I know I can't afford it. That's the room between the garage and the house, man. That's the breezeway. You know, it's yeah. not like insulated. It's like a three-season porch kind of vibe. So we had a, a bonus tree in there. Now, in our house, we've always done a real tree. You know, mm-hmm. last Christmas I said. I'm done with real trees. I'm getting a fake tree. You know, I just don't understand it. Do you ever go buy a Christmas tree lot when the year's over and there's like 40 trees and you're like, what the fuck? What was the point of this? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to use my tree for 25, 30 years. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't have the same smell, though. It doesn't have the pine smell. I get the spray, dude. I get the spray. (laughs) This guy's got tree cologne? What the fuck? (laughs) That's fucking trash. He's a a cologne model. That is trash, dude. Street cologne, um, you're garbage. Spraying it with pine saw and shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> bop. No, and then, uh, but we go, yeah, we go all out. I go all out. I bake cookies during the season, you know what I mean? I miss snow, so I'm going to try and take the kids up to the mountains this Christmas, like at least around the holiday, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, do I have fantasies about about owning like a hundred acres in Western Mass and then getting a horse with a sleigh? Yeah, I do. I'm an Anheuser. I'm an Anheuser Bush commercial. Fucking yeah. Robert Frost over here. I like it. Robert, do you, do more you like. Go ahead, please. I was going to say I'm more like a Ralph Waldo Emerson. Than ah, Frost, I do very like. Very nice. He is my favorite of the transcendentalists. You know what I mean? It goes Emerson, Thoreau, Whitman, probably third. Sure. Big fan of On Walden Pond. Uh, I, then I got one in this realm. What is the last book you read? Uh, well, I've been reading with my kids. You, you ready for this, bro? <laughs> Dion Sanders. Dion on Dion by Dion Sanders. <laughs> Dude, are you ready for this? I couldn't have call waiting. My best friend growing up, Ryan Young. Shout out to Rye Dog, Cy Young. He, his parents gave him his own line. So Ooh, they had those their kids. Line. So he got to pick his number because oh, in my yeah. town, and you know what he picked? His number was 279-2124. And we were like, why 2124? He goes, Dion, Dion, bro. <laughs> Dion, Dion. 21, 21 football, 24 baseball. He was yeah. 24 on the Braves or whatever. Um, but what was the question again? The last book you read. Yeah, last book. Oh, so I've been reading – like I want my kids to really appreciate reading because like, it's just like a lost, it's just getting lost on people now. Like the sure. fact that you read, you know, everyone's like, well, we listen to books with our kids and we, we listen to them. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that is not the same thing. I, no. I, I just love reading with them. So they're six. He's six. She's five now. And we've read the first three Harry Potters, all three of them. Damn. But now, now it's starting to get a little adult. So we stopped. So during the Black Lives Matter movement, I really looked at myself and was like, yo, you need to like really start giving more information and mm-hmm. enlightening your kids about this shit. So 
we looked up black businesses in LA and we found this bookstore called uh, Malik Books, the black owned bookstore and all the books are black authors or black content. We went there and I was like, hey, I need, I need new books outside of Harry Potter. And they gave us this great book called, um, uh, what's it called? It's something in the queen. I can't remember, but it's, it's this book that we, I read with the kids. That's the last book. I, I'm not reading my own books anymore. I'm uh -huh. reading to them with, with them. them. Yeah. But it's a, it's a dope book written. Kobe Bryant actually helped make this series of books. Oh shit. So I wish I could think of it, but anyway, yeah, that was the last book. That's pretty fucking classy. Yeah, right man. There. Um, I was looking for like Superman or you know something. No, I was never into. I was into like uh, you know like all back here. That's all like uh, I got into the Beats a lot and Transcendentalists and you know like uh, the Invisible Man and and shit like that. I just Damn. I don't know. That was kind of like where I fell in. Yeah. Fucking sharp, dude. I man. know. Fucking sharp, dude. Uh, we just got a couple more questions for you. We're going to get you out of here. I uh, just want to hit you with a couple of the standards that we do here. Um, a big one would be growing up or now, did you have milk with dinner as a kid? Yes. Do you give as your a kids kid? Not. Uh, they get water a ton. They'll do. I'll, he takes OJ at night. I mean, in the morning, she has milk. But like every now and then, I'm like, I'll kick that milk at dinner, but it's almost always water. Yeah. Do you? And you don't do it now, right? Do you still no. drink milk, dude? There's grown most. It's this is the most divisive. He, they all, all their, these grown men in their 30s and 40s will make a bowl of pasta and then get like a glass of whole milk. It's always pasta and red sauce that they like with the milk. It's, it's so weird. Great. It's trashy. Dude. It is the trashiest no. thing you can do. Yeah. That's a broken childhood. That's <laughs> yeah, man. Bargazzi, Bargazzi does that great joke where he goes to Starbucks and he goes to pick up his drink and it's like <laughs> yeah. a, a milk over ice. And he's like, what do I, am I a serial killer? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you keep your butter on the counter or in the fridge? Fridge. Right. I do like that butter. I do like that counter move, though. That is tight. We can just well, like, bop, bop, bop. Yeah, yep. I was against it. I was I was staunchly against. I was, we were a butter in the fridge household, uh, and then we just found out last week that it's actually because you can leave salted butter out for like toast and bagels and whatever. Yeah. But unsalted butter stays in the fridge because it's cooking. So you can leave the fucking. You can start. Start today. Go grab a thing of a stick of butter and leave it out. Start. Live spreading. a little bit. Here's the thing, though, dude. I'm strictly on a spread now. Non-dairy, non-butter spread. What? Country crock? What are you fucking with? Crock is butter, bro, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's like chemical. So. I don't know what. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not like good. soybean or my, something. Some commie shit. My kids get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the kids get straight up butter. I used to love that move. We had the butter dish and stuff as a kid. But like, yeah. what we would do is we go over and just grab hunks of it and just eat it. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> seeing a little garbage peek through there. It made huh? my blood run. Do I see a little garbage behind you behind that chair peeking Dude. out? Huh? By the way, this chair is uh, mid-century Dutch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was bought in Amsterdam, flown over. Wow! Damn. You're flying chairs over. I Woo. didn't fly it. I got a. I got a. I got a furniture guy. I go Dude, to. Dude, you got a fucking chair you guy. Furniture You're all guy? I got a furniture guy, dude. Damn. Holy shit. What else you got, Kip? I think that's it for me. I mean, you know, I, he think he started like he, I, he started off a little rocky, but 
you know, we I, didn't ask you. Do you think you're garbage? No, right? Um, I I have identity crisis when it comes to this. Like, mm-hmm. I put it this way: this is. I told you guys, I teeter the line, and I don't even want to share this idea because someone will take it. But I do have dreams of opening like a little bodega, like, but like a country style, like where we sell only like local wines, and I have a little florist section, but like great sandwiches. But I want to have it that. If, if you order a chicken sandwich, right, or order a breakfast sandwich from me, this is how it will go down. So someone asked me for, Foley. hey, what's up, man? What can I get this you? Is, this is Foley's world of the podcast. Hey, man, what can I get you? Hey, buddy, can I grab the, um, the sausage, egg, and cheese on the, uh, on the ciabatta? No, you just asked for a breakfast sandwich, bro, okay? Listen, oh, we're not God. fucking mixing matching here. I'm going to show you how it goes down at my joint, right? Ask him for a bacon. Oh. Let me get a bacon, egg, and cheese. No, you just say I want a fucking breakfast oh, sandwich. I want a I'm, breakfast I'm sandwich. All right, this. we didn't get the script. Take it easy. <laughs> Jesus. I, I sent it over in my preliminary preview. Hey, Mr. The Larson, can I have a can I have a breakfast sandwich, please? Two breakfast sandwiches, yeah. please. You want those blue collar or bougie? Ooh. Blue collar. So the the whole menu would be blue collar or bougie. So Ooh. a blue collar breakfast sandwich would be English muffin, fried egg, <laughs> bacon. Cheese out the door. The Love bougie it. is brioche bun, fried egg with the with the whole yolk, maybe some arugula tossed yeah. in like a little vinaigrette with like a, a like a nice maybe I'm not a brie fan, but maybe like a havati, maybe like a havati on there. You know what I mean? So every Damn. sandwich would be like blue collar or bougie because sure. that's and fantastic. The, and, and the blue collar sandwich is like five, and the bougie is like <laughs> eleven. You know, yeah. dude. <laughs> That's fucking something else. That's a pretty good and idea. And I, I think that this is my theory. Uh, I think that you're so staunchly not garbage now because you know garbage. Yeah. And you go, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to have the nice this. I'm going to I'm gonna do this right. I'm you got gonna, Dutch chairs. Yeah, you're doing everything right because you know the dark side, I think. Yeah, I know where it can go. Yeah. I know where it can it. end up. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, the yeah. other side of this shit. I, we walked home from soccer practice, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. J. Larson, I'm going to say 100% class, my friend. Yeah. You're all class in our Mr. Classy fucking guy, for sure. Especially with the fucking trash bags we've had on this show. You look like a fucking Kennedy <laughs> yeah. without oh, the dead bodies. Trust me. Trust me. I got a Kennedy bust up here on the book. <laughs> uh, it's not Ted, is it? <laughs> No, I do shop for Kennedy busts. There's an antique mart I like to go to, and there's this guy's one stall, and he's got Kennedy busts. You know, it's a big collector's thing. The fact that you're shopping for busts, most 99% of comedians wouldn't even know what the fuck a bust is, and you're you're shopping for them. This guy's fucking classy. All class, brother. Uh, Before we let you out of here, is there anything you want the folks out there to know? You got anything coming up that you want to promote where they can, uh, where where we can direct them to? I'm semi-retired from stand-up. That's probably going to continue for at least a year. And I'm just writing and uh, I'm directing a couple things, stuff like that. But uh, no, awesome. nothing to promote. Awesome. Just we'll enjoy uh... your lives and spend time with your loved ones. Oh, oh man. See, look at that. Fucking Heartfelt and everything, too. Way. Jay Larson, ladies and gentlemen, 100% class. Kippy, what do you got to tell them out there? As always, make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Full video available on YouTube. You can subscribe there as well. Um, Go to gasdigitalnetwork.com. You can sign up. Use promo code AYG. And I'm at Kevin Ryan Comedy on all social media. And at H. Foley on ice and Foley Grams on Instagram. Uh, Jay, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Fantastic.
Super fun, you guys. I really appreciate you having me, and I, I hope you guys keep crushing it. Thank appreciate you, buddy. Man. Folks, we'll see you later. Peace. Peace. Thank Jay, you, buddy. thank you, man. That was awesome. This, uh...